Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. One of the biggest misnomers that we have when we're coaching people or trying to get managers to coach in our organizations is the following. We tend to want to use technology. We tend to want to throw technology at things a lot of the time when it comes to improving our learning or improving our productivity or our performance. And you're certainly hearing things like artificial intelligence and uh, robotic engineering, and you're hearing terms like that. And what we tend to do is throw technology at a lot of things to make them easier. And it does. There's some really good things. I go back to one fundamental thing, though. When we think about sending out messages, text messages, artificial intelligence messages, whatever the case might be, and it goes back to one fundamental thing, and that is our ability to converse and coach. The other day I was on a conference call with a client, and they kept talking about tools and technology and how we had to use different um, motivational tools to get people to coach. And I sat there very quietly, which is very unusual for me, and I just listened. And it just became so apparent, and it reminded me of the old days when we started to roll out customer relationship management tools, CRM tools like Salesforce and other tools. And there was well over a thousand CRM companies in the country at one point in the United States. And I remember there was a high degree of failure in terms of percentages. Now, the technology was not lacking. What really became systemic in terms of its problem were that reps would basically put in all this information about their accounts and, you know, who they met with and, you know, what was the next step and things like that. Yet managers always did what? They always asked, how many leads do you have and what deals are you going to close? They would ask questions specifically to the top of the sales funnel and to the bottom of the sales funnel. Now, what does that have to do with coaching? We're going through the same thing. We're throwing technology at something called coaching and conversations. There is really only one thing that can improve that, and that's our ability to practice. We have to practice. We can no longer throw technology at people in terms of human output. So we can put out messages, we can have people take courses, and we can have people get text reminders of what they need to do as a coach. Yet, if they're not practicing the conversation, if they're not doing it, we run a huge risk. Now, let me share something else with you. We do something very cool called the Coaching Starter. It's a dual assessment. And the manager will fill out what is called a SOAR assessment. It's a derivative of SWAT. The employee fills out a goal assessment. And essentially what we do is we take both sets of results, both components, and we bring them together for a cooperative coaching plan. 
Let me say that again. A cooperative coaching plan. Then what we do is we teach managers how to take both sets of results and have conversations. Let me give you a great example. So if my manager lists out for me my strengths, that I know the products, I know our systems, I'm very diligent in my work, yet I don't work as well. My opportunity for improvement is I don't work as well in a team-like fashion. I tend to work very independently. My manager can use something called dovetailing. And so a dovetail is my manager could say, you know, Tim, here are the three things I love about your ability. You know our products, you know our systems, you're one of the most diligent workers, and I think about adding team-like cooperation to that list. What goes through your mind? Now, you notice I got very theatrical. I stressed the word and. Now, what if I had my manager say to me, Tim, here are the three areas that love working with you, but guess what I would have forgotten? My strengths. Here's the funny thing. People are at their most motivated state according to the progress principle, a study done at Harvard. Great book, by the way when people are improving and progressing in their job. But is the great verbal eraser to that. The Gallup organization reports when we lead with people's strengths, people engage eight times more. So what would have happened after but? It would have turned into quickly a constructive conversation. So at Progress Coaching, we do something very unique. We talk to our clients about this all the time. Help people feel good about getting better help people feel good about getting better. Now, let's take what we just taught you, dovetailing. You're taking two or three strengths and you're inserting the word and, and then you're addressing the opportunity that needs to improve, by the way, in a format of adding it as a strength. So the question becomes, which approach would employees be more receptive to? I'm hoping you're thinking the word and, not the word but. So here is another question for you. How often do you think your managers are practicing this conversation? How often are you thinking about this? Now, what I just taught was extremely basic. That doesn't get into question types and phrases and how to handle conflict and how to deliver feedback that is embraced and thoughtfully and professionally absorbed, all of these things really come back to a two-part element when it comes to getting workplace leaders to coach. One, know what to do. Two, know what to say. That isn't just a training endeavor. And I say this all the time when I do public speaking. Training is not the problem. The problem is support and application. If we're not practicing, if we're not supporting, if we're not building accountability in terms of conversational and coaching skills, it will not happen. So, we cannot throw technology, in this case, at something that requires a person from a human nature standpoint to simply practice. Let me give you another example. There are sports teams 
that are now using data, they're using imagery to show like a wide receiver in football the correct route to run against a defender, meaning they're going to have an edge because they're going to know the tendencies through video and film and artificial intelligence. There are tools like that out there now. With that being said, what if we showed that to a football player, yet they never went out and practiced their routes, the plays that they're going to run? The same thing applies to our ability to coach. So technology is not always the solution. It's just simple. Dig in your heels. Let's practice and get better. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to you where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.